Welcome back to the Football Kingdom podcast, where the Chiefs just defeated the San Francisco 49ers 25 to 22 in overtime with a touchdown pass from Patrick Mahomes to unlikely hero McCole Hardman. This is the official, you know, you can you can put a stamp on it. It's officially a dynasty in Kansas City. Uh can't really deny it. An amazing game, one of the best second halves of a football game I think I've ever seen. Along with me as always, Tyler Mallon. I'm Brandon Johnson. Tyler, give me your reaction to the game. Well, they won. <laughs> and it's of course now, you know, one of the greatest games I've ever witnessed. It uh it one of them games where, you know, more defensive battle than anything, but you know, obviously, you're not a fan of either team. You're going to look at that as kind of boring, but it was just this back-and-forth battle, and we're going to talk a lot about, you know, our reactions to many plays and many kind of storylines, but, man, it's this one's going to be one to remember for the third, you know, win and a back-to-back win, the first since 2004 or 2007. I mean that's yeah. This is going to be up there. Patriots, right? And this yeah, was this, the this was the most watched television right. program ever yeah. <laughs> by a long shot. It averaged one hundred twenty three point four million viewers, um, two hundred two point four million viewed at least some of the game. Sorry, it's the uh, it's the second most watched telecast behind the Apollo moon landing, according to oh. at Morning Brew. <laughs> so, but okay. still very very cool uh, for a lot of people that you know were Forty uh, ers and Chiefs. Nobody wants to watch that. Well, clearly the ratings say <laughs> otherwise. But right, three out of the last five Super Bowls have gone in favor of Kansas City, and. I uh, I don't feel like they're done there, but uh, I want to talk overtime with you because obviously this game went into OT and there's a couple of different strategies that, uh, you know, could have been used. Uh, 49ers strategy was to not know the rules at all. Um, <laughs> uh, Kyle Shanahan's <laughs> logic, uh, Kyle Shanahan knew the rules, but some of his players uh, in the post game, said, "Well, I didn't really understand the rules at all," which is really bad when you look at what the Chiefs were doing, and you see that the Chiefs spent time on it. And hey, if we go to OT, this is what we're doing. This is the strategy. If uh, we get the ball second, and the other team scores a touchdown, we're going to go for two and try to win the game right there. That was the Chiefs knew exactly what they needed to do. Now, Kyle Shanahan. His logic was, you know, hey, why didn't you uh, take the ball second? And his logic was, well, we wanted to have the third possession and go for the win. Which does not make sense. It doesn't make sense. My thing was, and I think you could go either way on this. Um, you get the ball first. Let's say you score a touchdown or you score a field goal. Um, you put the other team in pressure to, you know, at least match your field goal or go down and match your touchdown. Um, If you are the second team and one of those scenarios plays out, you get the ball second. 
you know exactly what you need to do. I need to get into field goal range. I need to score a touchdown. And guess what? I have four downs to do it. You have that extra down. Um, I'm in the camp of get the ball second and know exactly what the scenario is. But I also understand wanting to get the ball to score first and put the pressure on the other team. Um, I don't really get the whole, I want the ball third um, logic, but... Because <laughs> you didn't get the ball third, bro. <laughs> like... That was the worst answer he could have given, and I, I think he just kind of got caught off guard. He, Yeah, he probably did know the rules, but maybe his captain didn't and called for it, or maybe he told his guy, hey, we want the ball, and that, that really was his plan, but it's a bad plan. Either they messed up, or it's just, you know, <laughs> that it's it's just bad game plan, because that that should be what you would want. You want to defer. Um, and know what you have. You put the onus on the other team when you take the ball first and they, you have to tell them like, Hey, match what we just did. But you're talking about Mahomes, who's one of the greatest two minute drill players possibly of all time. 13 he just, seconds. He just like, did hello? it in <laughs> regulation. Right. He just marched. And the only the reason, the only reason they didn't score a touchdown in regulation is because they ran out of time. Yeah. <laughs> which I was a little at the time I, I wanted was, him to take one frustrated. more shot. Oh yeah. They had <laughs> 6 seconds wasn't it in a timeout? Uh, I mean it, throw one pass. Yes. Yeah. One pass. Just one shot you, at the end zone. But, but I, I get it. All, you get sacked, yeah. you go down, something bad or happens, interception, interception you you just over. You wouldn't live. You don't that even down, give so. your yeah, sorry. <laughs> you don't even give your 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 kicker a chance at the field goal. If any of those things, you know, like you said, would have happened, you know, so that I understand. But at that moment, I also forgot about playoff or Super Bowl overtime rules, you know, and I would have to assume that they had that in mind of like, there's two possess, like we're getting two shots. Now that I, I realize, but the two quarters thing, I didn't know, you know, I didn't realize there'd be so much time. So in, in overtime. I am I'm with you there. I did not understand that. Um, so the rule is because I thought like a clock at zero games over. So whenever the mm. Chiefs are just kind of like nonchalantly like yeah. <laughs> setting up that last play, I'm like I'm watching it and I'm going, what are they doing? What on earth are they doing? They're going to lose. This, they're going to run out of time. So Momo did a good job explaining that. Yeah, that was probably no, the only, only good thing he did that entire game. <laughs> he didn't like his goal. No, he had a rough day. Well, I would, yeah. I, I can't really argue. I usually really enjoy Romo because he's obviously, you know, yeah. so Holmes, but sure. So to clarify that rule, um, unlike regular season games, postseason games cannot end in a tie, obviously. If the score is still tied at the end of an overtime period, or if the second team's initial possession has not ended, which was the scenario playing out for the chiefs. They were still in their first possession. So if the clock would have hit zero, it would have been treated like any other quarter where right. quarter ends, you flip the field. That's it, which makes sense. Um, but I didn't know that at the time. So little panicked, <laughs> but could you yeah. imagine though? So, and we'll, we'll break down the game winning drive here in a second. Um, could you imagine if 
the 49ers went down and scored a touchdown. Now, obviously, it's on record that some of them didn't know the rules. Could you imagine if they scored a touchdown and started like helmets off, celebrating, oh, no. jumping around, just to <laughs> just to realize that? Wow, I did not they, think about that. They have to turn around and defend. That would have just been like oof. <laughs> that would have been rough. That would have been. This this that would wow. That that's a crazy scenario because I feel like that's worse than like Buffalo celebrating with 13 seconds left because those guys were like they were like we won we're going to the Super Bowl that was the championship game right 13 seconds no that was the division round okay they were they were like we they were celebrating on the sideline yeah. before that I. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, yeah, do not do that. <laughs> to their, I'm very, I'm very big on like let the clock hit zero. But to their right. defense, the Bills like 13 yes. seconds. You feel pretty that had confident. Never been done before. Yeah. Sure, sure. But you, you gotta feel like kind of a dummy to be like, uh, okay, well, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have uh, celebrated. But that would have been, yeah, it's probably way worse than that situation, but. Um, yeah, before though we get to the game winning drive, I wanted to say like not only did they kind of botch the overtime scenario of the situation to kind of take the ball. F- yeah, yeah, the 49ers, you know, and Kyle Shanahan to go back to him. Not only did they botch that, the overtime stuff, but um, they had the ball the last time they scored, they kicked a field goal. It was third and four, right? And it was, I think that's when he, when Chris Jones just broke free. Yeah. And he had to overthrow, I think it was Jennings again it in the corner of the end zone. Yep. It was uncatchable. Even if he was there, it was, I think it was pretty uncatchable. I don't think it would have been a touchdown, let's say, even if he made some catch on it. But now it's, it's fourth and four. Well, why are you not going for that? You know what I mean? Like, there's to me, I'm like, you go for that because it's the Chiefs. And I don't know. There's just so many he did that uh in the last Super Bowl too. You know, there there was a field goal chance. It was a it was probably fourth and two or something at you know, in the first time they did it, and it was I think it was our first points they scored again a couple years ago, but it's I, just there's just questionable, you know plays that Shanahan's made before against these Chiefs and I'm like it's the wrong it's the wrong call against Mahomes. Yeah. I I wasn't I wasn't really that I didn't feel quite that way about it. I thought get the three points. Again, kind of similar to OT, force the Chiefs to go and do something. Um because right. I mean, if you look at the game like it's not like the Chiefs offense was just like firing on all cylinders now what happened what what they didn't what they didn't account for was two minute drill Patrick Mahomes or fourth quarter game on the line Patrick Mahomes because that's when you start to see the I'm scrambling I'm running I'm I'm putting matters into my own hands and you know right that's what happened and again like I think the Chiefs and you know that's a big it doesn't matter but i think they score a touchdown there if they have 10 more seconds on the clock yeah and end it right there yeah sticking an ot and i know there's a lot a lot to cover which we will but 
Patrick Mahomes on that final drive went eight for eight in 27 yards rushing. He was basically perfect. In fact, the only the only negative was um, MVS for some reason, you know, having what would have been probably second and six being second and 14 because it's just one of those situations oh, wow. where he just didn't go down. That was on the that was on the last drive. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, because at that moment That's I was amazing. like, I kind of sunk a little bit. I was like, really? MBS, of course. You know, <laughs> we've uh... that, yeah. That's a good point because when it, that happened, I didn't panic. I was pissed, but I yeah. At that point, I I still they felt too on fire. You know, like in, in in NBA Jam, you know, like their their fire meter was full, and they were not gonna, they weren't even a mistake like that wasn't gonna slow them down. But yeah, that that was a pretty egregious. Like, come on, man, just go down, please. Yeah, but, that almost never works. Yeah, just go down. But Chiefs and they had to convert two fourth downs on that on that drive, uh, a fourth and one that was essentially just a. QB draw. Um and then another fourth down. Oh, the option play. Yeah. Um there's another fourth down that Patrick Mahomes ran on as well. Or did he run on that play? Um I think that was third. It might have been third, third down. It was a, and it he... was a long run. That's what I know. <laughs> yeah, he ran like right up the middle. Mm-hmm. But then there was the it was like fourth and one or two. And then he ran the option like Kelsey was right in front of him. Was that on the final drive or is that in the... That was, that was on the final drive, yeah. That was an amazing play. That's like unstoppable, especially for a team who never runs that play. And it's, it's a really difficult... That's something I always dreaded playing against um, Lamar. Because he would always do that little... He'd hand the ball off, but he'd rip it out of his running back's you know, grasp and then take it himself. It's like, how do you stop that? That's like one of the hardest plays as a defender, you yeah. know, and he didn't, Mahomes didn't run that play, but it's a very similar type play where you're like, okay, you either have to cover a Kelsey or Mahomes. You can't do either. You can't do both. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like pick your poison. But uh, let's go to that game winning play. And Tyler, I'm going to let you take it away here. The old corn dog. <laughs> so. They're on the three, three-yard line. Um, if you haven't already, I'm sure they'll release the entire, um, you know, mic'd up. I can't wait to watch this because Mahomes was mic'd up. They did release the clip of him in the um, in the huddle calling the play, and he said he says orange, 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 and it you can see his linemen rush up to the line, and he knows what he's doing. He's like, get everybody in place, put them in a hurry up mode, because this, uh, when they do the Tom and Jerry motion, I think the the shuttle part of that play is the motion, and McColl, it's the same play they did against the Eagles twice to get two wide open touchdowns, where McColl Hardman, um, he's he's wide right, comes into the line. And then the motion comes in, hikes the ball, he cuts back out to the right, and he's all alone. He's wide open. For the touchdown. He's wide open. Yep. And, and yeah. you have Travis Kelsey 
creating traffic there to open that right. play up as well. Just yeah, it's a trip sponge right, um, and yeah, that that's the. F- I've heard a couple different things where he's like the second option. I think McColl on um, uh, one of the late night shows, he was like, um, some usually the running back's the first option, but he's like in this case that we all kind of knew like I was gonna be the first. But I've also heard. Sometimes that's the third option, and I don't even know. But yeah, he, he obviously would... was the most wide open guy on the field, and just yeah. an amazing, amazing play. Yeah, what's great about that is I think it was NFL Network that interviewed him. I guess Jim Nance might have said it, but uh, McCall Hardman blacked out and didn't register <laughs> that they had even won the Super Bowl. Like he wasn't celebrating like they had won, and then Patrick Mahomes goes to the end zone. And is like, dude, we just won the Super Bowl, right? So, <laughs> it and, was, it was strangely, almost anticlimactic. Not in that, in the, the full term of that, but the full meaning of, of that. But it was a weird way to win because it, it's, you know, you're sitting there watching a fan of the Chiefs, and you're like did that really just happen? Like, you're so shocked. And it's such a weird overtime rules. You're not really sure. Because uh, Romo was just saying, there's another quarter left. And it's zeros on the clock. And you're, there's so many things going through my head where I'm like, what? It's over? Like, that? that we just won? <laughs> That's amazing. You know, it's it was little, very little uh, anticlimactic. But it was also like, wow, that really just happened. They just won on that play. It's just very, very kind of odd set of circumstances but uh can't really blame the guy he's in a huge moment but yeah Mahomes did have to (laughs) run in there and just keep saying we're world champs world champs so this was pretty defensive game I mean Nick Bosa was just destroying all night long um but the Chiefs finally got some momentum uh on actually two two special teams plays were big parts of this game. And the first one is um, a punt. Uh, not really a muffed punt, but uh, yeah, ball landed on a 49ers foot, and that's a live ball. Chiefs recover. And then on the very next play, you have a wide-open MBS in the end zone. And that's kind of when that's the Chiefs took the lead, and then that's kind of when you were like, all right, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Because before that, Chiefs got the ball coming out of the half and had just a awful, awful opening drive that ended in an interception. And you're like, I, I mean, <laughs> this is it. Uh, but again, defense bails the Chiefs out there, and 49ers get nothing for it. But the the muffed punt, and then the low, the low PAT that was blocked by the chiefs to keep the uh, deficit at three instead of four, which is very significant because obviously yeah, uh, three points versus four points is the difference between having to score a field goal and a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. That was Leo Chenault. I think who blocked it. Yep. Um, yeah. The, the Niners game plan was almost airtight to, to completely shut down Mahomes' biggest strength, which is scrambling and finding an open guy. And Romo said it multiple times. He's like, they're setting the edge 
much like you do when it's a pitch out for the running back. You know, it's a run to the right or left. Like, you have to set that edge. You can't let them get on the outside of your defense. Basically, what they did, just it's almost like a Nick Bosa was a QB spy for setting the edge against Mahomes. Like, you're not going to get outside of me. You're not going to run, and you're not going to have any open lanes to throw and, and to buy yourself time. Like, that's such a genius. It, I mean, it's, you know, we're going to say, like, you know, Mahomes and the dynasty and everything, like, this game could have gone either way. Like, it's obviously went into overtime. It was super close. Teams matched up so well against each other. The defenses just had each other's number for the most part. Obviously, the greatness uh, prevailed, but such a great game plan by them to really shut down Mahomes' biggest threat is like just him, like, I'm just going to go backyard now and get a first down. Obviously didn't work every time, but uh, going back to the, the turnovers, I got to a point in this game where I was just like, okay, you know, <laughs> I was like, eh, you know, it, it sucks, man. When they, when you're, you know, Mahomes threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen him throw. Probably the, the first fumble by Pacheco, that you know, Pacheco fumble was a killer. I mean that, that was on the five or something. Yeah. Five yard line. Like we were. Finally getting something going, get about to score our first touchdown, our first points, you know, the Chiefs are about to score. And then I think, you know, eventually on both sides, I'm like, it's okay, because it doesn't matter unless the other team gets points off of that turnover, and nobody was doing it well, until the Chiefs finally got seven off of it. Yeah, I know we're we're kind of working backwards talking about this <laughs> game, which is fine, but... <laughs> All right. Um. I think about the first two 49ers drives and mm -hmm. they were driving on that first one where McCaffrey right. fumbled. And then the second drive was killed by turnovers. So it was like the fact that it was late in the first half and it was 10, nothing like it could have been, Oh yeah. could have been a lot worse for the chiefs. So right. um, they were able to kind of minimize the damage there. And, um, Go down, go down into the half ten three, right? Uh, yes. And uh, I want to say one thing. I don't know if you were getting to this, but their first, yeah, the the first time San Francisco scored was a field goal. That play, the Debo, that McDuffie stopped in the end zone, probably the play of the game. Okay, you probably could have just given McDuffie the MVP for that play alone. For him, like he was glued to Debo on that route. He didn't lose him at all, and of course, Purdy throws it up anyway. And McDuffie's all over it. Like that was one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. But that absolutely saved a touchdown. I mean that that was amazing. And then of course that forced him to kick the field goal. That was their first points that they scored. Yeah, and. uh so yeah, I, the Chiefs they were down ten nothing, and the Chiefs being down, like we've just come accustomed to it. So like they were down ten against San Francisco the first time. They were down twenty four nothing against Houston that year. Down, I think they were down ten against Tennessee. Down ten against the Eagles. Down ten against the Forty Nine ers. So it's one of those things where you're like. I should be really concerned, but I've, <laughs> I've seen this movie before and I know how it ends. 
it's like they're on switch as soon as they're down now the chiefs show up yeah and maybe it's just a way for patrick mahomes to be nice and spot (laughs) you know i'm gonna spot you guys 10 (laughs) um but no a great game all around i mean even from the 49ers like purdy was good he wasn't great but he wasn't bad he was good 255 yards a touchdown um we already spoke about the defense and joey bosa um played a really great game chris conley was having a revenge game he was oh wow chief he was going off he was uh juan jennings um second player to throw and catch a touchdown in the super bowl the other players famous uh philly philly play nick Foles uh when they defeated the the patriots in the super bowl Mm -hmm. um i mean that plays so big that there's a statue of that situation outside of um the Eagles stadium, but 49ers again, like obviously, you know, they lost, like they played, they had a great season. Um, and I think that George Kittle hates the chiefs. Um, <laughs> just cause it's like, ah, these guys again, but like Purdy, Purdy to me, I mean, we've kind of defended him this season. He, to, to me, he showed like he belongs in the league, and like there's no like they're not going to go away from him. Nobody's going to come in next season. Like Purdy's the guy. Um, yeah. And I mean, he came from behind twice in the playoffs. Now again, that was against Jordan Love and Jared Goff, who are both um, good quarterbacks, but not you know they're not um, Patrick Mahomes. So or the Chiefs defense either. Or the Chiefs defense, yeah. But so three Super Bowls in five years. Um Dynasty locked out of the three Super Bowls. Where do you rank them as far as most impressive? You have Super Bowl fifty four against the 49ers, 57 over the Eagles, and 58 over the 49ers. That's a really tough one, even though there's three. (laughs) Um, It's really hard, because last year's, with his injury, you know what I mean? Like, that one, that alone, just that fact. Because it was a stronger team, not as strong defense. But I feel like this year there was a lot more, um, you know, kind of hardships that they had to work through and overcome. But you're also talking about they're more experienced. You know, they've been here before. They don't have the kind of Super Bowl jitters that, that uh, guys experience. Um, but I, I would have to say... You know, without <laughs> hopefully not some recency bias, but this one probably would be because of just how bad. I mean, yeah, we've said it. Like, we weren't really sure they were even deserving of the playoffs after they lost against the friggin' Raiders. You know, <laughs> oh, that game was embarrassing. And uh, Andy Reid actually texted uh, Antonio. Uh, um, Antonio Pierce? Tano, yeah. The Raiders head coach, like, listen, your facility was amazing. 
you know, thanks for hosting us and thanks for beating our, you know, butts into gear. Because <laughs> he's like, you know, you need that. You need that uh, somebody to kind of put you in your place and wake your team up. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to put this one first. And yeah. yeah, it's pretty tough, though, because that first one is also extremely special. Well, the first one was the first first chief super bowl victory in 50 years i believe yeah um that one was oh. special for a lot of people because that was like many people in Kansas City that was like i've never seen this before um Both second one yeah second one obviously over the eagles you had the injury which is just kind of shows you like patrick mahomes is just he's that guy um, <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's healthy or not, but this one to, I guess, kind of just echo everything that you said, just, this was a rough regular season to watch. Yeah. Like, the only, like, I mean, Patrick Mahomes was good. Travis Kelsey was good. Obviously a little down year in, you know, compared to previous seasons, but the guy's 34. So a little decline in productivity is to be expected, but just like everything that happened with the offense from, you know, just lack of fundamentals, dropped passes, penalties, you name it. But then having, you know, none of, none of this success happens. The Super Bowl doesn't happen without Steve Spagnuolo's defense. That does not happen. And I want to make sure that they get, the credit that they deserve because obviously like people are going to remember like Patrick Mahomes because it's a quarterback league and that makes sense. But the defense didn't give up more than 27 points the entire season. They were the reason that they were in pretty much every game. I mean, even the games that they lost the defense gave the 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 offense a chance to to win. So for me like this season is probably the most impressive or most special just because defense was kind of the story more right. so than you know the high power Chiefs offense that we've come to know. No, that's a really good point, man. I didn't really think of it that way because you have Mahomes who can, you know, be magical and just pull you out of kind of any hole. But yeah, hundred percent, man. You you said it like the defense to give them the chance to do that is with that this team that kept dropping passes and all that. Yeah, you don't have this this storybook ending without that defense especially just the domination, you know? Like, they, they had um, got a next-gen stat here. Chiefs defense generated a season-high nine unblocked pressures in Super Bowl 58, all of which came on blitzes. They had something like 52% blitz rate against Purdy, which is the highest they've, they've done all year. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that takes guts, you know, <laughs> to change up your, your game plan and how you attack somebody. And they did exactly what they needed to and got it done. So I do want to talk a little Kyle Shanahan 
Um, I think we both agree that Kyle Shanahan's a great coach and that I think like 49ers aren't going to just move on from him. Like you're not going to replace Shanahan with somebody better, but you do have to talk about, so Kyle Shanahan's been part of three Super Bowls. He was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons in the infamous 28-3 game, the yeah. tw- uh, the blown lead against the Patriots The ended with the Patriots' victory in overtime. Um, obviously, playing the Chiefs in 54, blowing mm-hmm. a lead. And then now this this season, blowing another lead. So... What does Shanahan need to do? Because you look at, you kind of look at his resume. He was he he took over as head coach in 2017 for the 49ers, missed the playoffs in 2017, 2018, obviously lost the Super Bowl in 19, missed the playoffs in 20, and then lost in the NFC Championship, 21 and 22, and then lost the Super Bowl this year. So like a lot of success. By the 49ers, just uh, no no trophies to show for it. So I would say that, you know, this one was probably his most agree. Out of all those, you know what I mean? Like, the 28-3 was a defensive performance by the Patriots. You know, and you're talking Matt Ryan, who they had, they had the Patriots down 28-3. Obviously, they were good enough to win that game. But then they had turnovers and Matt Ryan's taking sacks and strip sacks. I mean, it was, they kind of fell apart. All right. This Super Bowl, though, is like, you said it earlier, man, they could have been up 17 or 21 to nothing against the Chiefs in this Super Bowl. And, you know, again, really good Chiefs defense held them. You know, they held on and let the Chiefs come back. But, I mean,. You got to find something. You you've got the Chiefs on the ropes, as it were. As good as the defense is, I don't think Purdy was good enough to take it to the next level. Um, I don't know. When, like when I said he, there was like so many like passes that he had almost made that were like almost interceptions, and you were like, you know, what is this? Like a pro football, you know, focus like pass like interception worthy passes or whatever it's like that's not what i'm saying i'm saying he threw it directly into other the other team's hands and they dropped it okay so like he had so many interceptions he could have had that's why i didn't wasn't really too scared about purdy going into this but the shanahan of it all with you know not putting the chiefs away when you probably should have the overtime rules situation you don't take you know if you're the head coach, you tell your guy, like, this is our game plan. I don't know why he's thinking about we want it third. Because you didn't get it third, guy. <laughs> yeah. Now, now this pretty bad decisions that probably lost his team the Super Bowl. Um, but these are all similar type situations that uh, they used to talk about Andy Reid when he was on the Eagles. Okay? Andy Reid play... Uh, Coached for like 20 years before he won a Super Bowl. All right. So it's not like 
it's over or he he's he can't uh, he can never win the big game or whatever. I'm not into that. You know, I've heard a lot of that talk and I I think he is so close cuz they've won a lot of big games. You know? Like they <laughs> there's a reason he's been to the Super Bowl so many times. Like yes, he hasn't won it, but I don't think he's had a strong enough team to to kind of finish it and they've kind of shot themselves in the foot a few times, but I'm not going to base his whole the rest of his career or put any kind of final judgment on, you know, he, he he's, he's never going to win. I think he probably will. Well, so Kyle Shanahan's 44. So right. I think to put that into perspective, Andy Reed is 64. There you go. And which would have made Andy <laughs> Reed 60 or 61 before he won his yeah. first Super Bowl. So Kyle Shanahan's on track. Um, I think, Again, I Brock Purdy's good, uh, but I think, and and they're gonna stick with him. But I think if you have an elite quarterback, then you have a better shot. Because even in the Super Bowl Fifty Four, it was Jimmy Garoppolo overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders for what would have probably won yeah. the Super Bowl. So, right. um, but my advice for Kyle Shanahan would be to not play Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes yeah, in the Super gonna Bowl. That's going to be tough. <laughs> that is, uh, that's my advice to him. Obviously, he has no control of that, but that's what he's got to do. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Because, yeah, we'll, we'll bring this up later, but we'll, we'll talk three-peat on the next episode. But you, you got to think, the most of these... Road to the Super Bowl, if not the Super Bowl game, is going to be going through Mahomes and company. So, and that's just supposed to be their down year and all that, you know? <laughs> that's the thing. Well, like you look at it. And so last year, when they beat the Eagles, that was like, oh, Tyreek Hill's not here. Yep. This is going to be their rebuild year. This is the time to beat them. And they're like, okay, that's cool. Um, but this year, and Mahomes on one leg. Yeah. This year, same thing. Chiefs are vulnerable. They got to go on the road. They're underdogs. Um, they don't care. And Patrick Mahomes said it himself. He's like, the Chiefs, we're never underdogs. You can, you know, Vegas mm. can say whatever it wants. We're never underdogs. It doesn't matter. We'll go into your house. You come to our house. We'll go to neutral ground. We're the favorite. <laughs> yeah. But I don't even know what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> oh, we go I, yeah. Here? If you're... I mean, if you're the rest of the league, that is, where do we go from here? Because you're like, okay. Couldn't beat the Chiefs on a quote-unquote down year. Um, I think you and I agree that the offense is going to be better next season. They're not going to continue. Like, MVS is probably gone. Kadarius Toney, probably gone. Um, Mm -hmm. McCole Hardman, probably gone. So you're talking Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, and then obviously Pacheco and Mahomes, and then probably a lot of new, whether it's in the draft or in free agency. So like, this was truly the year if you were going to beat the Chiefs, if you're the Bills, the Bengals, Ravens, this was the time to do it because Patrick Mahomes has taken the Tom Brady route of how he handles his contract and he's going to just restructure and restructure and restructure and restructure 
to to help um you know facilitate other moves that need to be made um again we'll get into this a little bit later but obviously there's some big questions on the defensive side like are they are they going to get chris jones back or is he going to walk are they going to you know extend luxurious need the defense there's you know some stuff up in the air there too but i just feel like the track record of brett veach you know you look at the loss to the the buccaneers in the in the super bowl and the whole story was the complete embarrassment that was that offensive line and then in one off season it was fixed so I think this wide receiver core is just going to shoot back to being very, very good next season as they go for that three-peat that's never been done before. Well, I mean, even this year, uh, apparently Nick Allegretti had a torn UCL like from the second quarter on. Here we go. Tom Pelissario. Guard Nick Allegretti, who started Super Bowl 58 in place of All-Pro Joe Tooney, played all 79 snaps despite suffering a torn UCL on his elbow in the second quarter, per source. He had an MRI to confirm that. That's amazing. You know, he was already kind of struggling, and this dude dominated, you know, at the line. There's some crazy clips of him, you know, just tossing people around. And the dude has a torn UCL in his, in his elbow. And he played every snap. Like, that's amazing. You know, yeah, he this was, is the kind of caliber of players that these guys are finding. He was great. Yeah, depth. Like, it, right. Brett Veach and Andy Reid, like, they are, like, just intertwined. Andy yeah. Reid trusts Brett Veach to do whatever he needs to do. Andy Reid says, I need this. Brett Veach says, okay. And <laughs> you just get what has been the magic of the last six seasons. But, man, um, what an amazing season. I now know, you know, because we, we had a little bit of doubts with the Chiefs. I now know. <laughs> I'm just locking it in now. I'm picking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> I will not doubt them again. It's a bold move. <laughs> but, no, great season. Uh been an absolute blast i think we have tyler and i both and you can speak i'll let you have a word too but uh i mean we've been doing shows every week since august i've we've had a lot of growth from the beginning to hear how to yeah. how to blast covering the season learned a lot um and have so much more in store um I'll say one more thing and then i'm gonna let tyler close it out for us but uh this will be our last episode until March. So we're going to take two weeks off and we'll be back on March 6th. And then during the off season, we will be moving to an every other week format. Yeah. Now we got some cool ideas to come And with the NFL. It's become a 24 seven, a year round operation. <laughs> There's just always news, always stuff to, to talk about. I did want to say one more thing about the game. Um, this is one of those kind of no-doubters where there's always haters and you got to ignore that stuff. But this, this, this game was pretty clean. No egregious calls. No last-second holding. 
You know what I mean? So anybody talking trash now is just a straight up hater. There's nothing they can fall back on like, oh, there was a hold call and whatever. None of that. This one felt really good, you know, to watch. Like I said, it was this weird kind of, um, you know, anticlimactic, you know, second or two, but just this kind of wave of like, oh my gosh, like that actually just happened. But yeah, man, it's, this has been a blast. Um, I want to thank Brandon for asking me to do this podcast because <laughs> I listen to podcasts religiously and always wanted to do one. And we've got plenty of other ideas to come in the, in the years to come, you know, that we're going to, we're going to kind of add to our network of shows. But, um, this has been a blast and, uh, wouldn't have started doing this with, if it wasn't for Brandon, Brandon started his own, you know, baseball, this is baseball podcast that he does solo. He asked me like, Hey man, you want to do a football? And I was shocked and honored, you know, honestly, man, <laughs> that you asked me and immediately said yes. And I was like, this is going to be so much fun. And yeah, we've grown a lot. You know, you gain a lot of confidence on the mic and yeah, man, we've, we're going to be doing uh video content eventually and yeah, get the ball rolling. But man, it's, been a blast. We will uh we'll see you guys out there in uh 2 weeks.